What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what it do? What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Tray. I am, of course, your host, Trey Gamble, and we are back for episode 11 of the Post Game Thoughts podcast. And if you guys are new to the podcast, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter at TreyLAC underscore. I just kind of live tweet all the games, just tweet my thoughts about the Clippers or whatever. Just any, well, any person on Clippers Twitter would normally do. I'm not, I ain't no troll. There's a lot of stupid trolls out there on Clippers Twitter that I don't really fuck with. So uh, I'm not one of those people, of course. You know, I try to keep it level-headed, um, assess what is going on. And, you know, kind of get my thoughts on, you know, every move the Clippers make, you know, stuff like that. A lot of you guys that follow me on Twitter listen to this podcast, so I appreciate you guys for that. And, wow, finally, I, I was able to get to that intro. It took me, like, four or five tries to record the intro. I've never had that happen before. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was with me tonight. So, let's get into our first segment going into tonight. And, oh, my gosh, for the first time in forever, I believe March 7th, was the last time we saw Patrick Beverly play. It was the first game after the All-Star break against the Warriors. Patrick Beverly played 11 minutes in that first quarter and was later ruled out due to right knee soreness. And finally, almost a month later to the date, Patrick Beverly is now listed as questionable. And in my head, I was like, man, what a great time for Patrick Beverly to come back. There's no way he doesn't play tonight because, you know, he always loves that game, that matchup against Damian Lillard. So I was like, there's no way in hell Patrick Beverly sits out tonight. And of course, Corch, and of course, Serge Ibaka is still out. Not really sure. Obviously, no one really knows what the deal is with Serge. Hopefully, he's back pretty soon. But, you know, we got to see DeMarcus Cousins make his Clippers debut tonight, so I'll get into that a little bit later. But Patrick Beverly is finally back tonight after missing the last 12 games. I feel like it's felt longer than that, in my opinion. But, I mean, I guess not. I guess 12 games is what it really was. Uh, And it sounded like DeMarcus Cousins was going to be active tonight. Uh, He wasn't on the injury report. And coming into tonight, I thought we were no longer needing to see Tupac at center. And, boy, was I wrong. We saw a ton of... Uh, Patrick Patterson tonight. Uh, how many minutes did he play? He played 20 minutes tonight. Holy shit. Uh, but we'll get more into that later. And going into tonight, I was also really curious to see what the guard rotation was like tonight. And obviously, you know, Patrick Beverly is going to be on a minutes restriction. Rondo on a bit of a minutes restriction. Rondo did play 15 minutes tonight. And Patrick Beverly played 20 minutes tonight. But five of those minutes were in garbage time. So he played 15 meaningful minutes uh, but I mean, a lot of I have a lot of questions with the guard rotation, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, actually, we can kind of we can kind of go over that right now. The the minutes, um, the minute distribution. Uh, should I kind of go off the dome here? I don't really have a whole lot uh, written down for this, but obviously, Patrick Beverly started. Um, he played the first four minutes of the game, and Reggie Jackson and Rajon Rondo subbed in for Patrick Beverly, and we didn't see any Luke Kennard. Um, until garbage time, I believe. Yeah, we didn't see any Luke Kennard. He played three minutes tonight. And that was a big uh, question I had going into this um, was who is going to get cut out of the guard rotation because there is no, like, there is no, I don't know, wrong answer, I guess, because there are, all of our guards are playing extremely well during this time. So, obviously, when you had our two main guards, our two main playoff guards in Raja Rondo and Patrick Beverly, they were both active tonight. And it was really weird to see 
Terrence Mann only played 10 minutes tonight. Luke Kennard only played 3 minutes tonight. And Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann have been like our main like spark plug guys off the bench these past couple of weeks. So it was really weird to see them you know, take back seats um, in favor of Patrick Beverly and Reggie Jackson and Rajon Rondo. But, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I do think, you know, Terrence Mann. I would definitely take Terrence Mann over Luke Kennard right now. Uh, as much as I love Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann's skill set is definitely more valuable than Luke Kennard's um, at this point. You know, with Terrence Mann's ability to get downhill, kick it out to shooters, uh, great finisher around the basket. Um, I would definitely, I, I think Ty Lue would rather see Terrence Mann out there instead of Luke Kennard. Because I think Terrence Mann has that edge uh, to get a playoff uh, role. But obviously, there's not going to be a big role uh, for either of those guys if um, Patrick Beverly is healthy, if Reggie Jackson is still playing at the level that he is, and if Rajon Rondo, you didn't trade for him to not play him. So he's going to play significant time in the playoffs. Uh, he'll be that main backup point guard uh, role um, off the bench. So as long as Patrick Beverly is healthy, I think I guess those are going to be the three main guys. I mean, I still don't trust Reggie. Jackson in the playoffs after what happened last season but I mean I guess you can kind of say oh wow he's been playing exceptionally well this season you could try him he's definitely going to get a shot in the playoffs so we'll see how that kind of goes um how that kind of carries on obviously you know if Reggie Jackson's sucking it up in the playoffs again uh you can bring in a guy you can up Terrence Mann's minutes or even Luke Kennard's minutes um so yeah that, that I guess that's it with that um I was just really curious uh to see what the guard rotation was like tonight and you know a few of my questions got answered um I'm I'm, I'm just kind of waiting to see a larger sample size of course uh because one game obviously isn't uh good enough to determine you know the future so let's get into this game um right off the rip it was great to see Patrick Beverly out there you could feel feel his impact already he was picking up Dane full court um there was a, uh, a sequence that he had he got a steal and he hit a three right after that on the fast break. He also had like a catch and shoot three very early in the game. He might have had the first basket of the game, actually. Uh, but the Clippers, I mean, if they're not missing the shot, I mean, I, that bodes well for, you know, the record or whatever. Clippers were 9 of 9 of the, from the field to start, including 4 of 4 from deep. 20 to 12 Clippers. Portland calls a timeout. The Clippers were just straight up cooking in that first quarter. It was really, really good to see. And another thing that was really, really good to see was Paul George, oh my gosh, he looked so good early on. Really, really good. He's shooting the ball exceptionally well, getting to the free throw line. He 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 looked healthy tonight. This was his best game, in my opinion, since that Cleveland game. And if you guys don't remember, the Cleveland game was the last game he played before that Bonadema popped up. So that was a really good sign to see. Uh, hopefully, Paul George looks this healthy for the remainder of the season and then forward on into the playoffs. Um, so that was really, really good to see from Paul George tonight. He looked really, really good all night. Reggie Jackson subbed in for Patrick Beverly. He was the first guard off the bench tonight. I think I already went over that uh, four minutes into the game. Uh, so Patrick Beverly had his little stints or whatever. Uh, he played in small increments. Uh, he actually played garbage time tonight too, which was kind of weird. But I mean, I get it. Um, he was playing uh, in favor of Ramir Coffee in those garbage minutes just to kind of give him you know, some court time, just kind of get up to the speed of things again. Obviously, you know, he's... He's been out for almost a month um, with his right knee soreness. So, you know, just to kind of have him out there um, in garbage time, just kind of run, um, get out there and run, you know, get some shots up or whatever. He he did put up some shots tonight in the garbage time, which was pretty cool to see. Um, and the Clippers had 35 points with four and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Paul George had 15 points of five of five shooting in that first quarter early on. 
Um, and he continued that barrage. He ended with like 22 points in the first quarter or something. He was really, really good. And Reggie and Rondo, first guards off the bench, like I said earlier. No Terrence or Luke in that first quarter at all. And if you guys remember, Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard were like those first guys off the bench. Um, a few, uh, recently, obviously, with Patrick Beverly out. And in that last game, it was um, it was Rondo and Terrence off the bench first because uh, obviously Patrick Beverly was still out. But as soon as uh, Rondo checked in, you could just see the Clippers' pace increase. And a lot of Clipper fans, I listened to a ton of podcasts, and every single podcast said Rondo, a really good thing about Rondo is that he pushed the pace right when he got in. And he quickly found a Marcus Morris for that corner three um, off the, on a fast break, didn't let the defense set, and he found Morris in that corner for a quick three. It was really, really cool to see. And Rondo is really, really helpful with that, with the pace offensively. And he's really good defensively still, obviously, um, at this point of his career, still really, really good defensively. Um, and then Tupac subbed in uh, in that second quarter, and I was like, Mm, maybe we get to see Boogie and um, Tupat at the four and five. And I was like, mm, that's really, really bad defensively. Uh, I really wouldn't want to see that. But that didn't happen. I don't think that happened until garbage time, if I remember correctly. I mean, which doesn't really matter. Um, and the Clippers led 47 to 22 after the first quarter. Paul George had 22 on seven for nine. The Clippers were not missing a shot. They were 18 to 25 from the field in that first quarter. That was really, really crazy. That was just an offensive clinic from the Clippers. They can just do whatever they want offensively. It's just it's all about the defensive end with this team, um, which they didn't really have it in that first half. The first half was not not really good defensively for either side. Um, but before we get into that, Terrence Mann finally checked in ten with a 10-minute mark in the second quarter. He checked in for Rondo, and... I noticed in the second, the Clippers missed a ton of box outs. The Blazers were getting offensive rebounds. They were they got the Clippers got killed on the offensive rebounds. Uh, the Blazers had fourteen offensive rebounds to the Clippers eight, so the Clippers got killed offensive re- on the offensive boards, and that was evident. The Clippers missed a ton of box outs. Um, really, really annoying. Uh, the, Clip- the the Blazers were getting so many second chance points. I don't have it up with me right now, but they got a lot of second chance points. Just uh, that definitely was supported by the eye test. Um, and then Boogie finally checked in uh, with two minutes. Le- uh, I wrote that note down wrong, but, no, but it says 20 minutes left. But obviously, that's not right. But Boogie finally checked in. He got a short little four-minute stint, uh, immediately got an offensive putback. Uh, he had a rebound putback, and he had a little mid-range shot. Uh, he His foot was like on the three-point line, so probably could have stepped back and hit that three, but he got a really good mid-range shot right there. Uh, he had a really good first stint. He had four points, a rebound, and two assists in four minutes. And Boogie, he was—he's been a good passer uh, throughout his career. So it was been really—it's—it was nice to see a big man out there that could pass for the Clippers because it's been a really long time since the Clippers had a center that could pass like that. Um, the the Blazers—they got to the line a shit ton tonight. They shot thirty-seven free throws tonight to the Clippers thirty. The Clippers got to the line a lot as well. But the Blazers were living at that line in the second quarter. Clippers could not stop fouling, so that was really, really annoying. And the Blazers cut a 26-point deficit down to 7. And the Blazers had a 30-11 to run in the final 8 minutes of that half. So let's transition into our next segment, Halftime Thoughts. 
the great uh, the great defense on Dame was really really good. The Clippers played really great defense on Dame. Other uh, everything else and eh, the defense was meh. But the Clippers were really keen in on Dame, picking him up full court. All every single guard picked him up full court at some point in this game. Uh, Dame had seven points on one to seven for the field at half. Uh, Terrence Mann only played four minutes in that first half. Luke Kennard played zero minutes, and I could kind of see that happening uh, with Luke. But I didn't really see this coming with Terrence. Um, I thought Terrence had solidified a decent-sized role for himself, but it looks like he's going to have to play his way back into that. I'm not sure what he's going to have to do to solidify himself, but he only played four minutes in that first half, which is I don't, I don't really agree with. Um, but, I mean, as good as you know Reggie Jackson has been, I understand it. Um, doesn't mean I like it, but... I mean, it's hard. It's a good problem to have. It really, really is um, to have this many guards that are this good. And obviously, someone's going to have to get the short end of the stick because you can't play five guards um, consistent minutes. So um, I'm not mad at it. I mean, it's a great problem to have, like I said, having these many guards that can give you this high-level production. Um, and Luke Kennard being that, like the odd, odd man out is a really good sign because that dude is a straight bucket. I mean, he just gets it done whenever he gets called upon. But uh, what did Luke put up tonight? I don't think he did anything tonight. No, he had a solid zero, 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 zero in three minutes play. But I mean, granted, it's three minutes. You can't be asked to do a lot in three minutes. So let's transition into the second half. The three-point closeouts were good. Kawhi and Mook on that Covington three had really, really good closeouts. Um, and then Kawhi had another great closeout on Norman Powell in that corner three. Kawhi really tried, he ran his ass off to close out Norman Powell on that three, and he missed it. But Covington... And that first half made that tough-ass three-pointer to cut the lead to, like, three or something. It was something crazy. Uh, really good defense. In uh, the second half, the defense really picked up. Uh, you could just tell by the eye test. The Clippers were great defensively in that second half. Um, and Zubats didn't really play a whole lot in the second half. Um, he got baited a few times um, into jumping into a shooter. Uh, I think he got baited twice, I believe. Um, but, I mean, he didn't. I don't even think he played that fourth quarter, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was a lot of two-pat, a lot of two-pat, and then transitioned into DeMarcus Cousins' garbage time. Um, but, I mean, uh, two-pat wasn't great. I mean, what did he put up tonight? Patterson, five points, two of five from the field in 20 minutes. Uh, he's just, he had five rebounds as well, though, so that was pretty cool. Um, but, I mean, uh, I, I just I don't think Patrick Patterson should be playing this much. Um, the Clippers are just running him into the ground. He's played so many minutes recently. It's actually insane. Um, but let's move on here. Um, the Blazers ended up cutting it to two points. Um, that was when like the Clippers, Clipper fans were like, oh shit, this is, this is about to happen, isn't it? <laughs> and then Reggie Jackson hit a three, he had a couple threes. He had a pretty good third quarter. Um, and a lot of, another thing that I have been noticing is Ty loves to use guards as screeners for Kawhi. Uh, notably Luke, Reggie, a lot of shooters uh, you, you are used as screens. And that was good tonight because it led to a Reggie Jackson open three. And that three was very well needed because the Blazers were inside single digits. I think that three might have extended it to double digits. Uh, I can't remember. But Reggie had a ton of timely threes tonight. Um, but like I said earlier, the Clippers were picking up Dame. Every single guard, Bev, Reggie, Rondo, the three main guards uh, picked up Dame full court at some point. And like during the game tonight, so that was really, really good. And they all did a really good job on him. Um, I really liked Rondo on him. Uh, Rondo wasn't letting him have anything. Reggie was great on him. And Beverly, Patrick Beverly's doing his thing as usual. You guys know the drill. Um, 
The Clippers, they closed the third well. Um, they responded to a Portland run. Uh, the Blazers cut it to two, and the Clippers responded well by leading one-on-one to 89 at the end of three. And I, one thing I really I wasn't expecting was a lot of Rondo and Reggie minutes. Um, I wasn't expecting to see that, but, I mean, they turned out to be fine tonight. I mean, obviously, Reggie was shooting the shit out of the ball tonight, as he has been all season. Um, but, I mean, that was really, really cool to see. Um, I, I was not expecting a combination like that. I thought maybe it'd be more Rondo and Terrence. Um, but, I mean, Reggie, Reggie and Rondo looked good tonight. Uh, Rondo, I was really pleased with Rondo tonight. I uh, haven't really talked a whole lot about him in the pod, but Rondo was great tonight. Both sides of the ball. Uh, what did Rondo put up tonight? Rondo had uh, two points in 15 minutes. Um, he was pushing the pace really well tonight. He's not going to be a guy that stuffs the stat sheet, uh, obviously, but a really good guy, really, really vocal on the court. That's one thing I love about Rondo. I think I've said this before multiple times. Rondo is one of the, my favorite guys when it comes to you know communication on and off the court. Um, Rondo was really, really good tonight, pushing the pace, like I said, finding open guys in transition. He's just been really good at that. And I've liked the Rondo experience so far, if I'm being honest. No, I don't. St- I still don't agree with the trade. I mean... Maybe less so now since Rondo's been pretty good um, recently, or in these first two games, he's been pretty good. Uh, mo- more more so the second one. Uh, he was great tonight. Um, and then Boogie checked back in for garbage time. He had an offensive rebound immediately. He shot some free throws. He shot really, really bad from the line tonight. He's a, well, yeah, he was one for four from the line. So, I mean, he still got to get back in the swing of things. He was tired out there, uh, obviously getting his legs back under him. Um, he was a, I mean, for what we got to see tonight, I mean, I think he should be, he should be signed. I think he will get signed for the rest of the season. Um, I think we saw enough tonight, uh, to get him, uh, to sign for the rest of the season. He'll be really good. He'll be really good in my opinion in that third string center role, um, and situational things. Um, he'll be good for situational stuff as well. So I really liked Boogie tonight. Great debut from him. Clippers win 133 to 116. Some stats for you guys tonight. Uh, PG 36 3 and 5 on 11 of 18 6 and 9 from 3 Kawhi Leonard 29 12 and 7 a really all good all-around game from Kawhi tonight on 10 of 18 Reggie Jackson 23 points off the bench in 24 minutes and Boogie in his debut is 7 points 4 rebounds in 8 minutes so all around great great stuff offensively from the Clippers tonight and in the second half defensively they were really really good and overall, a great night defensively on Damian Lillard. The Clippers held him to 11 points on 2 of 14 shooting. And the Clipper, and Damian Lillard has his worst sh- offensive performances against the Clippers more than any team in the league. Um, he, he, his stats are offensively are really, really bad against the Clippers. I don't have the stats with me, but he averages the least amount of points against the Clippers over any team, if that makes any sense. Um, let's transition into the final segment. Uh, this is only going to be here uh, if I catch the post-game comments. But in his post-game interview, Paul George said he felt explosive um, on that foot tonight. So obviously that was very evident. The eye test supported that 100%. Getting to the free throw line. How many free throws did he shoot? Paul George shot um, eight free throws tonight. Man, that was that's the difference between him averaging 27 and him averaging like 22 points tonight. So really, really great night from Paul George and for the Clippers tonight. Clippers moved to 34 and 18. Still sit pretty at third in the West, of course. Um, got that game against Phoenix coming up on Thursday. Man, I'm so excited to see that game. Um, I, I, I do one more little thing. I think it's time we start bringing up Devin Booker in the MVP conversation. 
He's just, oh my gosh, he's been so, so good this season. Uh, I haven't been able to watch a ton of Suns games this year. Obviously, I saw that one in person where he dropped 45, 4-4 four four on the Bulls. That was, that will probably be the greatest offensive performance I'll ever see, but I'm super excited for the Clippers' Suns. Uh, obviously, the Clippers won that first game. Paul George had like 39 in Phoenix at the very beginning of the year. And hopefully, we get to see a good game. PG against Devin Booker coming up on Thursday. So we'll be recapping that game, of course, and I might um, some uh, simmer down the episodes a little bit because I don't want to get too bored. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to burn myself out on uh, doing too many podcasts. So I might do like a week thing where I do one episode a week where I just recap all the games. Um, and that would take a long time, but I mean... I don't know. I just don't want to burn myself out doing episodes every other night uh, for Clipper games. So, I mean, uh, if you guys have any thoughts on that, make sure you guys let me know. But I think I might uh, do like two pods a week or something as opposed to like four, three or four, just to kind of, you know, give myself some time to like prepare better, get some more stats for you guys, because I record these right after the games. So I kind of want to have like some better stats for you guys or like have some, you know, larger sample size stats and advanced stats because i look at advanced stats a lot i really really do so i just don't have the time to you know put them on here uh, because i don't look at it um after the game because right after the game uh even before like media time begins uh post game uh, i'm already recording the pod so gotta look at some more stats of course i'm gonna watch some maybe watch some film on the suns whatever um so yeah if you guys didn't enjoy it make sure you guys do follow me on twitter um at treylac underscore of course i really do appreciate it i try to keep these episodes longer for you guys just to kind of get a full in-depth analysis of of the games um so i hope you guys do enjoy that man i can't even imagine i'd be recording for like an hour if i had like an episode like two episodes a week um or even one episode a week that'd be like an hour long me covering three games it takes me 20 minutes to cover one game so I try to get, go as in-depth as possible. But I got to kind of work on that. Uh, maybe try to sim it down a little bit. But, I mean, I always just fucking ramble on and just talk about random stuff. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. That was episode 11. We'll be back again Thursday against the Suns. Can't wait to do that one. That one's going to be really, really good. I'm going to be watching that one really, really closely so I can get the best analysis for you guys. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Make sure you guys do leave a review. Uh, five stars really helps on Apple Pods, of course. And make sure you guys follow the pod. Stay up to date with more episodes. And I always I tweet on Twitter when my episodes come out, including this one as well. So thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys on Thursday. Peace.